Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Tiffany here from Swish, and I want to talk about being a problem solver. In my classroom, I'm always telling my equal firsties to be problem solvers. In first grade, that's one thing, but in adult life, it's a whole other. It can be really difficult to train your brain to go into a problem-solving mode. Maybe you don't even know where to start. It's a challenge that we all face in life. But when you learn to better help your brain find solutions, it's truly a great feeling. And if you've ever been thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. BetterHelp is convenient, it's accessible, it's affordable, and it's online. And on top of that, they match you with a therapist just by filling out a brief survey. So when you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com swish today to get 10% off your first month. That's better, H-E-L-P dot com slash swish. Welcome to Swish and Flick, an all-potter podcast. Swish and Flick, everyone. Swish and Flick. Hello and welcome to episode 144 of Swish and Flick. I'm Tiffany. I'm Megan. I'm Katie. I'm Sarah. And this episode is sponsored by Amelia Gonzalez. Thank you, Amelia. Thanks, Amelia. Thanks, Amelian. Oh, my God. Oh! (laughs) All right, this is my official out. I'm (laughs) recording with you guys. (laughs) Katie with the jokes. Currently taking applications for the next Ravenclaw. How many times have we taken applications, Sarah? We just can't seem to uh, get rid of you. You're just the greatest. Truth. Mm. Or I just don't want to stay. How many times have we asked for applications? Oh. Always on the edge. Mm. (laughs) Of glory. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So today we will be discussing. This is the second half, isn't it? No, it's the first first half. Oh, this is the first (laughs) half. I'm so backward right now. Of chapter 15 of Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, the Hogwarts High Inquisitor. So make sure that you have read that chapter. Oh, no, it's a great one. And you're ready to parade your way through the details. And before we begin, we have weekly profit news with Mix Mouse Deals. Oh, hey. Haven't said that in a while. Uh, I know. I was feeling it. (laughs) (laughs) So I thought that it would be fun to talk about what WizardingWorld.com is doing the past couple of weeks and is going to be continuing to do, apparently. Um, I think that they probably got the idea from us, but (laughs) they are having celebrities from the Potterverse read chapters from philosopher's stone or sorcerer's stone but they're reading it from philosopher's stone um and the first episode daniel radcliffe read 
which was cool. Mm-hmm. That was very surprising. Very cool. I yeah. can't believe that they got him to do that. I mean, well, I... what else is he doing right now? <laughs> I guess that's true, but he also is like, go do voiceovers distance. for Universal, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, actually, that's going to be the second part of my weekly profit (laughs) news. But um, also, the second chapter was read by Noma Dumanwenzi, who who played Hermione in Cursed Child, the first production. Um, Chapter three was Eddie Redman. Yeah. And chapter four, Stephen Fry. So lots of, like, big names. That's and cheat, lots isn't of it? chapters to go. Stephen Fry. I know he's already read it. What the heck? But it's cool to see his face. I yeah, guess. Whatever. We'll do it. <laughs> um. So they're posting those every week on all of the different places that you follow them. I've get. I still get emails from specifically Pottermore, even though it doesn't exist. On top of Wizarding World. Me too. On top of like. Wizarding World Gold on top of I don't even know what else. I get it like four times in my inbox every week that they post one. Um, and Why are they still sending things from Pottermore if Pottermore doesn't exist? Probably because they don't want to lose the mailing list because so many people signed up for it. That's because WizardingWorld.com is a sham. Well. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> Um, But then the other weekly profit news I wanted to talk about is that Universal has filed for a ton of permits for Epic Universe. And the... Yeah. So the cool thing about... One of the cool things about America is that places like theme parks have to file permits publicly... So this is kind of how people figure out what they're doing without Universal making announcements, because Universal hasn't announced anything about Epic Universe, except, um, did they announce, did they officially say that the Wizarding World was going to be a part of Epic Universe? Or is this still, I think it's speculation, but anyway, um, Fantastic Beasts and the Wizarding World is going to be a part of Epic Universe. It's basically... I'm not going to say it's official, but it's basically, like, 95% official. It's, like, as official as it can be without being official. Yeah. So, um... Okay, hold on. We have, um, a, a dis... Can we call them Discordians? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Discord. Asking, what is Epic Universe? So just a smidgen, Meg, if you want to explain if someone doesn't know or they forgot. So Epic Universe is the new theme park that Universal is building. Um, It is going to be massive. It's going to have, like, its own new shopping area, and then it's going to branch off into, like, five or six different areas. And there's going to be a How to Train Your Dragon section, a Classic Monsters section. Nintendo Nintendo Land. Land, Fantastic I'm going to cry. Katie... Will you hold my hand as we walk in? I will hold your entire body. Yes. Yeah. Just carry me over the threshold. (laughs) Like, we're getting married. (laughs) It's happening. Like, it's going to be, dare I say, epic. (laughs) Oh. But. The Petruses with the juice. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So. Anyway, it's going to be really awesome. And so they filed permits and a lot of stuff has been figured out as to what is going to go where. 
So we know this is at least what they're planning at this moment in time. There will be two attractions in the Wizarding World section. Um, and they're speculating, and I'm not sure how this is going to make sense, but they're speculating that the Ministry of Magic is going to go there. As well as oh the as well as the French Ministry of Magic. But... I don't see the need for that, but that's not my business. I like, know, that but just it's... seems like a lot of ministries of magic. I know. Yeah. Like, but pick one. <laughs> pick one. Get over it. But it seems really awesome because apparently they like filed permits for this thing that looks like a fireplace and you're gonna have to like travel through the fireplace to get to the Ministry of Magic. Food network. And then um there's something with a car like you're gonna be in a car and then you're gonna use a wand to interact with things on the ride and like it's gonna be like the interactive wands and people don't know like are you gonna have to bring your own interactive wand are they gonna be like attached to the car like what's gonna but apparently be attached if it's like you know, I, I just think of, like, uh, one of, like, the shooter rides, like, uh, what is that, Men in Black? Did, I was like, going to say, thing. I kind of envision it like Men in Black, where, like, there's going to be something there, and you're going to have to actually, like, point the wand at things to make things happen. Um, Maybe, like, you're being chased or something like this. Yeah. I would assume it would be attached to the ride, too, because if people went yeah. on there with their own wands, they, they would be yeah, broke like or lost. Them and blah, 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 blah. I know. Yeah. So. yeah, that's true. But anyway, I mean, even if they required me to go buy an interactive one, I would do it. Just go on the ride. So whatever. <laughs> but um, there's also going to be a place to eat there. And, of course, more shops. So, yeah. but, but apparently two rides. But that the patent that we know has to do with a car and a wand and some sort of, like, yeah. I don't know. So it sounds really awesome. And it's public, mm-hmm. like it's public information. So if anybody wanted to like go look through permits that were filed in Orlando, you can like go look at everything because on top of the the Fantastic Beasts things that were that were posted, like you mm-hmm. can see the stuff that they've submitted for the resort that they're building and for like classic monsters and it looks really awesome. Mm-hmm. So I'm well, excited. Don't you worry, they... everyone. This will be a very detailed swish and flick trip guaranteed. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. And we'll vlog it and yeah. put it out to you. And, and I, um, uh, shoot, what was I going to say? I know mm-hmm. that. I lost it. Totally. Like, what is wrong with me? Yeah, I lost it. Well, It'll come back. Just, that's called, uh, sometimes people refer that as mom brain. I do that all the time. Maybe yeah. I'm giving you vibes via video chat of mom brain. I'm sorry. I didn't know it was contagious. Yeah. <laughs> it was about what they're doing. Well, let's continue on and you'll probably remember it and just feel free to interrupt. I'll probably go, and then you go, oh, I remember. Yep. It'll it'll happen. Tiffany, while my wife thinks I need you to look me in the eye. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I remember. What did I say? I remember. 
I was going to say that I know that they had halted construction on Epic Universe for a couple of weeks, but they recently restarted it. So. Oh, they did? Yeah. So it's moving forward. Hence why the permits got filed and information got out, because they filed permits and started working again. So. Got it. Okay, go ahead with your uh, little thing, you guys. <laughs> You're just jealous. <laughs> Now I don't know what to do. <sighs> <sighs> How should I do this recap? However. People need to start submitting ideas for that. Yeah. Because I don't. There's only so many. Like nice and slow. Say it from your heart's fire. Mm. Time for the ra 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 recap. Beautiful. <laughs> Here you go. After a lousy Quidditch practice. The trio sit down to do some lousy homework. Uh, Ron gets a letter from Percy, and he warns Harry or warns Ron that Harry could, is probably mad and possibly violent. Um, Hermione's a superhero and helps Hermione. Oh my God, I can't talk. Hermione's a superhero and helps Harry and Ron do their homework because she's awesome. And Sirius makes an appearance in the fire. <laughs> Okay, so now I'm going to summarize the chapter because, you know, I've never done that before, so it's doing something new. Oh my god, I'm so <laughs> excited. Uh, so the news the next day is just super. It's just the best. Uh, Umbridge's front page stuff, my man. I don't know why I said my man. I don't know. <laughs> Things are changing at Hogwarts, my friends. Maybe it's because I wrote that. I don't Maybe. Know. So, you know, they do what they do when they're in school. They go to classes. They talk about grades. You know, now Umbridge is watching other people's classes for fudge. And then Harry and Ron get to see this for themselves during Trelawney's class. And then they have class with Trelawney, who's watching herself. But not really, because, you know, do you really do that when you're in class? Um, and it ends with more detention for the chosen one named Harry Potter. Yay! More time with the best character ever, in my opinion. Woohoo! Right? She's a, <laughs> she's a peach. And a plum. All rolled into one. Hey. Okay. So the trio thought that they would really have to dive deep into the Daily Prophet to find what Percy was talking about. But, like Sasa said, it's front page news, my dudes. Or my man. Uh, is that you said my man? <laughs> I said my friends. Oh, my I friend. don't want to alienate people that aren't or don't identify as male. All right, to everyone, my friends, she's front page news. So the delivery owl had barely taken off before Hermione was like flabbergasted by what was on the cover. There were nice pictures of Umbridge smiling like a lovely toad, and a headline that read. <laughs> Ministry <laughs> Ministry seeks educational reform. Dolores Umbridge appointed first ever High Inquisitor. Yay! Educational reform. Yay! Educators love when people in offices make decisions for them. Yay! <laughs> That's my piece. Steps off soapbox. <laughs> So Harry questions this darkly, and I like that um, word because he knows without knowing exactly what's coming. Like, he knows that this is nothing but 
sinister. He can already tell that it means that something is not going to be good for anyone except for ministry cronies, pretty much. So Hermione then reads the article aloud, and I said, so will I, and it is a long one, so buckle up. I didn't want to summarize this because I feel like I couldn't do it justice. I'm here for it. So, and it is long. As I was doing it, I was like, oh, gosh, do I really want to read this? And I was like, yeah, I do. So I read Percy's letter, so, you know, go for it. True. That's, That's true. In a surprise move last night, the Ministry of Magic passed new legislation giving itself an unprecedented level of control at Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. The minister has been growing uneasy about goings-on at Hogwarts for some time, said junior assistant to the minister, Percy Weasley. Hey, Percy. What up, Weatherby? He is now... (laughs) Weatherby. (laughs) He is now responding to concerns voiced by anxious parents who feel the school may be moving in a direction that they do not approve. Okay, well, where was this when there was, like, a basilisk and stuff? So that's not my business. All right. (laughs) This is not the first time in recent weeks Fudge has used new laws to affect improvements at the Wizarding School. As recently as August 30th, Educational Decree 22 was passed to ensure that in the event of the current headmaster being unable to provide a candidate for a teaching post the ministry should select an appropriate person. That's how Dolores Umbridge came to be appointed to the teaching staff at Hogwarts, said Weasley last night. Dumbledore couldn't find anyone, so the minister put in Umbridge, and, of course, she's been an immediate success. (laughs) Right? Well, Harry's reaction is the same. So he interjects and says like what she's a what a success (laughs) and Hermione pretty much ignores him because she's like reading like let's get through this so back to the article an immediate success totally revolutionizing the teaching of defense against the dark arts yeah just reading from a textbook and providing the minister with on the ground feedback about what's really happening at Hogwarts It is the last function that the ministry has now formalized with the passing of Educational Decree 23, which creates the new position of Hogwarts High Inquisitor. This is an exciting new phase in the minister's plan to get to grips with what some are calling the, quote, falling standards at Hogwarts, said Weasley. The Inquisitor will have powers to inspect her fellow educators and make sure that they are coming up to scratch. Professor Umbridge has been offered the position in addition to her own teaching post, and we are delighted to say that she has accepted. It was probably her idea. (laughs) Right. (laughs) The ministry's new moves have received enthusiastic support from parents, students, and students at Hogwarts. Pardon me. I feel much easier in my mind now that I know that Dumbledore is being subjected to fair and and objective evaluation, said Mr. Luscious Malfoy, 41, mm. speaking <laughs> speaking from his Wiltshire mansion last night. Mm. Many of us, with our children's best interests at heart, have been cur- concerned about some of Dumbledore's eccentric decisions in the last few years, and will be glad to know that the ministry is keeping an eye on the situation. 
Among those eccentric decisions are undoubtedly the controversial staff appointments previously described in this newspaper, which have included the hiring of, of course, it's first on the list, you lamos, werewolf Remus Lupin. How dare you call someone out like that? Ugh. Both of these. Straight all up. of them. All of them right here. <laughs> Half giant Rubius Haggard and rude. delusional ex or Mad Eye Moody. Super rude. Wrong on that one. Because that wasn't, that wasn't him. Rumors abound, of course, that Albus Dumbledore, once supreme mugwump of the International Confederation of Wizards and Chief Warlock of the Wizen... Mm, every single time I come to it. Wizengamot. The Wiz. <laughs> the Wiz Giz. Is that what we called it? Yeah. <laughs> is no longer up to the task of managing the prestigious school of Hogwarts. I think the appointment of the Inquisitor is the first step towards ensuring that Hogwarts has a headmaster in whom we can all repose confidence, said Ministry Insider last night. Who's that? What, Ombre? Wizengamot... <laughs> right. <laughs> elders, Griselda Marchbanks, and Tiberius Ogden have resigned in protest at the introduction of the post of Inquisitor to Hogwarts. Go, you two. Go, you two. I agree. Hogwarts... Yes. Hogwarts is a school, not an outpost for Cornelius Fudge. Cornelius Fudge's office, said Freeze. Madame Marchbanks. Woo! This is a further disgusting attempt to discredit Albus Dumbledore. For full account of Madame Marchbanks' alleged links to subversion goblin groups, turn to page 17. So they added her quote, and then they want to trash her later on in the issue. They're trying cool. to, Thanks. like... Discredit, discredit her, her. Yeah. horrible mm -hmm. yep pay close attention this Here happens go. in real life and so that's it so the cat's out of the bag and this is how they got landed with umbrage because fudge passed an educational decree and she's basically forced upon the school end of story and now she has responsibilities and power above other teachers and the other teachers are outraged, rightfully so. And Harry is reminded of her messed up teaching methods when he looks at the scar on his hand. And the words show up very clearly on his clenched fist. And honestly, like this, like, so now she's no longer like a colleague with other teachers. This puts her above, which automatically that changes the dynamic and the relationship that she has with the other teachers, especially since she's going to be doing evaluations like absolutely bananas. Yeah, totally. But then there's this silver lining. Ron thinks of something really, really great. It's a great Ron moment and he can't wait to see how McGonagall takes this news and how her inspection goes. I can't either. He's like just sitting there and hit like a smile like cracks across his face. And he's like, I cannot wait to see her with McGonagall. <laughs> and so now uh, they head off to History of Magic. There was no inspection in there. I wonder if she even went in that class. I can't remember. Like, she probably doesn't care. Yeah, I don't know. If she. I don't know did if we she, see did her. Did she go in there? I'm sure that she did. Because if anybody were to be like, I, we probably didn't don't see it. <laughs> yeah, right. You need to hire Maybe. a living I'm, human being. How you, yeah, how are you gonna fire a ghost? Right. <laughs> like, 
I mean, you can't tell him to leave. Like, where would he go? He would just, I assumed, would just be around the castle, like, not doing anything. But, like, I, like it's just weird to think about. Like, are you gonna, you're going to fire a ghost? Okay. <laughs> Anywho. So, she's not in History of Magic. And so, then, that <laughs> class is over. And they head to a lovely double potions lesson. Um, so, Umbridge was not there either. But Harry got his Moonstone essay back, and it had a big old spiky D scrawled in the corner, which I I don't even think, because they have a conversation about grades, like, later in this chapter, and I don't even know if Harry knows about the grade T, so he kind of feels like he got the lowest grade at this point, uh, which is D yeah. for dreadful. <laughs> um. <laughs> Snape tells them that he awarded the grades as if they had presented that essay for their OWL. So the general standard of this homework was abysmal. Most of you would have failed had this been your examination. I expect to see a great deal more effort for this week's essay on the various varieties of venom antidotes, or I shall have to start handing out detentions to those dunces who get D's. He smirked as Malfoy sniggered and said in a carrying whisper, some people got D's? Ha. Which, I mean... Snape's saying this deliberately because I bet Harry's the only one that got a D. Maybe. Well, Harry and Neville. I don't... I don't know. I feel like... You think Goyle got higher than D? Yes. Yeah, I was gonna say. Like, but he doesn't... He Maybe he doesn't care to point that out. Tiffany, do you expect, like, on, like, the first, like, week or two of school, and I know it's different because you teach, like, younger kids, but do you expect them to be, like, on exam level-ness when they're, it's, like, the first two weeks of school? So, absolutely not. So, to, to, <laughs> to answer your question, and, and this goes at least for elementary grades, if you're, uh, if you teach uh, middle or high, high school or I- even college level, uh, send me a message and let me know what what you have to say but so when i go into a a school year there is like a regression over the summer so what i start with is um like a a cold uh inventory if you will so i teach first grade so i I take all the students back while one by one while, you know, they're getting to know the classroom and and doing centers. I have kids play with centers before they actually use them for the center purpose, because if you don't let them play with it first, they're going to play with it the whole time. Smart. So I take them back one by one. And for first grade, I have them, um, if they can identify the letters, if they can say the sound that each letter makes, if they can identify numbers up to, I believe I have like 35, and because in Ohio, uh, first graders by the end of the year have to know numbers up to 120. And so I do that and I'm I am expecting my students to come in at a mid because of where I, I teach a mid to end of year kindergarten level. Yeah, for the majority. So, Sarah, no, I don't know why they're all doing this. <laughs> I mean, it's good for students to know their end goal. That is a way of teaching to to show them this is your end result and then scaffold off of that. This is how we're going to get there. 
that's a great way to teach something and I do it, but it's not the end all be all. I'm not going to grade you on that end result. Right. And and it, it, it really bothers me that this is what's going on at, at Hogwarts and in the wizarding world. So I don't know. And I don't know like, why they do this, but I would never to ever. Be like all the teachers are doing this. Yeah. Like it's not just Snape. So you what can be like, well, it's his teaching. Student. Yeah. Look at what it's doing to the students. It's crushing their spirit. Yeah, yeah. they're like terrified. And I Yeah. And I I just don't think scare ta- tactics are the way to go with this sort of thing. Especially with There's how important a... they view OWLs. Like OWLs to them right. help you decide your literal like career future. So why would you terrify yeah. them so much to crush their spirit? I, it just, mm-hmm. yeah, it seems overboard for me. There's always a healthiness in urgency. Right. But this is blown out of proportion. Yeah. You know, there there is always that healthiness to have that work ethic, to, to not get, uh, for lack of a better term, lazy in what you're doing. You always want to have that sense of, of urgency and work and to be on your toes, if you will. But this is like, it's craziness. So sorry for such a long winded answer. <laughs> you got, it. you got my passions all rolling up in here and I haven't been able to really talk about education. It's so long I've been out of the classroom. It's so sad. <laughs> but, um, uh, that made me want to go teach like real bad. <laughs> like I kind of want to cry, but um, yeah, no, this is this is a whole new level of nuts. Yeah, nuttier than squirrel poo. Isn't that something that was said in the series? <laughs> I Am I wrong? Who said that? Know. That's the I thing. I have no nuttier idea. Poo. But that's hilarious. Sounds it like something said. Ron you... would say. No, it was like an off, like a. Who was it? See, Discord. Discord knows. It was Tiffany. It wasn't me. I can't claim that. (laughs) All right. So Harry says, or Harry sees Hermione trying to sneak a peek at his essay to see what grade he got. And he hid it away super quick so that she wouldn't know. That's such a Hermione thing. Like, it is. Like, what did you get? Because I guarantee you she didn't get a no. So, like... Well, she ends up telling us, doesn't she? But anyway, so she's like, oh, shoot, I didn't get the best grade. I wonder what they got. Like, where are we standing, you know? Um, So Harry was determined not to give Snape any excuse to fail him this lesson. So he read and reread every line of the instructions at least three times. His strengthening solution wasn't as clear turquoise as Hermione's, but it was blue. So that's a start, seeing as Neville's was pink. Um, and when Harry left the lesson, he felt a mix of defiance and relief yeah, over go, the Harry. fact that he did it. So strengthening solution is what they were making. And this grants the drinker immense strength. It is brewed in at least two stages requiring several days to mature in between. And two of the ingredients used to make it are salamander blood and powdered griffin claw. <clears throat> so that's interesting. It's turquoise, and the difficulty level is moderate to advanced. So it fits, okay. I would think, fifth year. Yeah. We, f- we found the nuttier than squirrel poo quote. So it, it is in seven. 
It's a, no, it's not Ron. So it's in the Life and Lies of Albus Dumbledore, which is written by Rita Skeeter, and it's someone named um, Anid Smeek, and it's referring to Bathilda. Okay, that's hilarious. And it, it's a slightly earthier phrase. She's nutty. N- uh, she's nutty as squirrel poo. So she's nutty Close as enough. squirrel poo. All right, all right. I need all to right. use that all the time. That's funny. I. I say it all the time. <laughs> That's so funny. So the fifth year students were making this one Umbridge. They they make it oh because they I were guess. continuing it. Yeah, Got it. Yeah. When when Umbridge evaluated Snape. Oh, that makes sense. Um. So. Oh, and I want to thank Brandon for finding that. Thank you, Brandon. Thank you, Brandon. I I, I did not find that on my own. <laughs> Hermione says, well, that wasn't as bad as last week, was it? And the homework didn't go too badly either, did it? Ron and Harry didn't answer. I mean, all right, I didn't expect the top grade, not if he's marking to OWL standard, but a pass is quite encouraging at this stage, wouldn't you say? And Harry just makes a noncommittal noise, like, mm, yeah, sure. Um... Of course, a lot can happen between now and the exam. We've got plenty of time to improve, but the grades we're getting now are sort of baseline, aren't they? Something we can build on. They sat down together at the Gryffindor table. Obviously, I'd have been thrilled if I'd gotten an O. Hermione, said Ron sharply. If you want to know what grades we got, ask. <laughs> I don't. Honestly, I... though, that would annoy the hell out of me. Yeah. She's so fishing. Well... <laughs> It, it reminds me of in, in Gilmore Girls when they take the PSAT or something like this and Paris is like talking about how she got her scores and like they all are saying it and she keeps going and going and like Rory like won't tell her and she even goes as far as to like trying to like three-way call her house to try to get her, get her to tell someone else and she's spying on the phone and it's great and I love Gilmore Girls. Bye. <laughs> Um, then Hermione's like I don't I didn't mean well if you want to tell me (laughs) I got a pee said Ron ladling soup into his bowl happy well that's nothing to be ashamed of said Fred who just had arrived at the table with George and Lee Jordan and was sitting down on Harry's right nothing wrong with a good healthy pee so Fred and George (laughs) (laughs) you're That's such a Ron thing to laugh at, Katie. <laughs> Sarah laughed at it. Well, I guess they I was going to say, like, oh. I was the one laughing. <laughs> uh, Katie laughed. Um, so Fred and George are the ones that explain the grading scale to us. And I think this is the first time we learn it. So O is the highest score you can get, which is outstanding. E is exceeds expectations. And then George says... And I've always thought Fred and I should have got E in everything because we've exceeded expectations just by turning up for the exams. <laughs> Is this foreshadowing, though, mm. for them? Mm. Um, a is acceptable. This is the last passing grade. P is poor, and Ron puts his arms up in mock celebration. <laughs> That's me. <man. laughs> D is dreadful, and T is troll. So Harry laughed at Troll, but he wasn't sure whether George was joking or not. Harry tries to imagine trying to conceal from Herm that he got T's in all of his OWLs and immediately resolved to work harder from now on. So, you know, I mean, it makes him 
try to tell himself that he's gonna try harder oh, right please i've been there a thousand times i know <laughs> it's like us with doing it might the be that like it's we're not gonna let it get this bad this time and we do and yet every time <laughs> this just stink though but oh. every time i have them done i feel like a superhero me too but then i'm like oh now i need a snack well there's a dish <laughs> Just eat it with your hands out of the container, whatever it is. I know. <laughs> All right. So then Fred asks, have you guys had an inspected lesson yet? But the trio haven't, but Fred and George had, um, right before lunch, they were in charms. So Flitwick had his inspection. So Hermione and Harry at the same time are like, well, what was it like? And Fred just kind of shrugged and he said it wasn't that bad. Umbridge kind of just lurked in the corner and she was making notes and Flitwick, being Flitwick, just treated her like a, like a guest, didn't seem to be bothered at all. And apparently she didn't mm-hmm. ask, or she didn't say much, but she did ask um, Alicia a couple questions, like how the class normally is, blah, 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 which, I don't, I don't know, just seems a little sneaky to me. Mm. Um, and George is like, I can't see Flitwick getting marked down, like he gets everyone through their exams okay. And, um, yes. Well, I will tell you that in real time life, um, when you are being evaluated, uh, sometimes evaluators will go over to students and talk to them about what they're learning and things like this. Yeah. You know, it's not, if I think about it, it's not weird, but because it's Umbridge, I'm like, I know that there's a sneak level to her. She's not just doing it to do it and really find out. She's doing it to try and dig up dirt, which is awful. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, in real time life, thankfully not in my case, um, but uh, evaluators will do umbrage type things. Yeah, that's... Like I said, luckily it's not me. Yeah. Um, So Harry and Ron have Trelawney that evening, which, which... or the afternoon, to which Fred says, oh, T, if I ever saw one. And <laughs> all three of them then later will have Defense Against the Dark Arts, which I don't think we actually get to until our next episode, so hold tight. Um, George tells Harry, you better keep your temper under control because Angelina is going to be real mad if you miss any more practice. Um, so they head <laughs> to the nation, <laughs> and Umbridge comes into the classroom and the whole class have been talking cheerily and as soon as she comes in they just fall completely silent um and Trelawney acknowledges that Umbridge is there but she kind of just gives her like a curt nod and she looks pretty disgruntled um and Umbridge pulls up one of the chairs and she pulls it just a couple inches behind Trelawney's seat like you know what get off my back intimidation tactics it's terrible also, I got tired of typing out Trelawney, so she actually is T in my notes. I don't mean that as troll. Nice. But whatever. <laughs> so uh, Trelawney tells them we're going to keep... She just, like, goes into class. She's like, all right, everybody take out the Oracle. We're going to talk about prophetic dreams. Um, and she's trying to keep her voice, like, all, like, mystical like she usually does, but there's a shaking to it. Um, and she goes mm-hmm. to sit down, sees Umbridge is there, and immediately, like, beelines for the students instead. So Elmridge immediately is taking notes on her little clipboard, and then she get up, gets up and starts following Trelawney around, and she's listening to her conversations with students. She's asking questions, like, right there. Um, 
And Harry and Ron start making up dreams, as they always do, and Harry's happens to be him drowning Snape in his cauldron. I don't know how you would explain that in your dream diary to your teacher, but <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> um, Gosh. And, like, Harry doesn't care what Ron chooses to calculate for this dream. He's just trying to listen to Umbridge and Trelawney. Um, so I'm going to read a little bit from the book. Now, said Umbridge, looking up at Trelawney, you've been in this post how long exactly? Professor Trelawney scowled at her, arms crossed and shoulders hunched, as though wishing to protect herself as much as possible from the indignity of, this, of the inspection. After a slight pause in which she seemed to decide that the question was not so offensive that she could reasonably ignore it, she said in a deeply resentful tone, nearly sixteen years. Quite a period, said Professor Umbridge, making a note on her clipboard. So it was Professor Dumbledore who appointed you? That's right, said Professor Trelawney shortly. Professor Umbridge made another note. And you are a great-great-granddaughter of the celebrated seer Cassandra, Cassandra Trelawney? Yes, said Professor Trelawney, holding her head a little higher. Another note on the clipboard. But I think, correct me if I'm mistaken, that you are the first in your family since Cassandra to be possessed of second sight. These things often skip uh, three generations, said Professor Trelawney. Professor Umbridge's toad-like smile widened. Of course, she said sweetly, making yet another note. Well, if you could just predict something for me then. And Trelawney's like, uh, what? And everyone is First watching. First of all, can we talk about that for a second? Okay. So we all know that Trelawney is a true seer, but in her own kind of way, right? Right. Who knows if she sees anything other than the Dark Lord and Harry Potter? Like, we don't know that. But I have to figure if if she was even talking to, like, say, what is her name? Cassandra? Yeah. Trelawney? I don't think that's how it would work. Correct. I agree with you. <laughs> like, that just seems like an outlandish thing. To ask someone to do. Yeah, it seems weird. It's not like you're having them read tea leaves or read a crystal ball or a palm or something like that. Like, she's like, no, just, you know. Make a prediction. Make a prediction. Yeah, that's not cool. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, and Trelawney, she draws herself up to her full height and she's like, the inner eye does not see upon command. Which I think you're right, Tiff. Um, so Umbridge jots down another note, which, like, if I was Trelawney, I would be getting so mad every time I heard that quill on that paper. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, so then, this must have made either Trelawney nervous, or even more angry, because all of a sudden she's, like, trying to make a prediction with, like, her mystical voice again, but it's shaking with anger. So I guess she is, she's angry. Um, so she's like, oh, I, I do see something. It's something that concerns you. Something dark. Something grave and peril. You're not wrong. Yeah. So Professor Trelawney pointed a shaking finger at Professor Umbridge, who continued to smile blandly at her, eyebrows raised. I am afraid. I am afraid that you are in grave danger, Professor Trelawney finished dramatically. There was a pause. Professor Umbridge's eyebrows were still raised. Right, she said softly, scribbling on her clipboard once more. Well, if that's really the best you can do. I hate how pompous she is. Oh my god. So she turns away and she just leaves Trelawney standing there, whose chest is heaving. She's livid. Like, how dare you come into my classroom and question the way that I teach? And Harry and her... Do you want to say something? I just would not have done well in this era. 
I would not have done well. Yeah. Yeah. My temper, man. I would have been in detention all year with her. <laughs> You'd have a nice uh, scar. <laughs> like, I'm not even kidding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, this is, I'm sorry, this no, is, like, in real life... Like, I've never been in this exact situation, but I definitely know people who are, like, umbrage, you know? Like, just pompous, think that they know everything, always think that they're right. And, like, this is one of those moments where, like, if I was Harry, if I was in Harry's situation and, like, I knew that she was spewing all of these lies, it's, like, it's one of those moments where, like, I literally get, like, shaky sweaty like yeah. anger just like courses through me well it's because mm-hmm. like who do you think you are yeah it's she's yeah. the hogwarts high inquisitor katie right? excuse me <laughs> some made up <laughs> bs if you ask me isn't everything made up bs that's true <laughs> <laughs> that's true um uh. so harry and ron exchange a look So both of them obviously think that Professor Trelawney is an old fraud, but they loathe Umbridge so much, they're totally on Trelawney's side, which is good. Until she swoops down on them and she snaps her fingers under Harry's nose and she's like, let me see your dream diary. Let's see what you've been up to. And by the time she had interpreted Harry's dreams at the top of her voice, all of which, even the ones that involved eating porridge, apparently foretold a gruesome and early death. Again, she's not really too wrong. Um, He was feeling much less sympathetic towards her. So Umbridge made her notes the whole time until the bell rang. And I was wrong. We do get into Defense Against the Dark Arts. My bad, Sasa. We do. I'm here. I'm going to talk about it. (laughs) Um, So the next class they have is, like, Katie stole the words right out of my mouth. (laughs) Dada. Dada. (laughs) Dada. Sasa talks Dada. Oh, gosh. Um, So the trio walk into the class um, while Umbridge is... This would, like, literally just grind my gears because she's, like, sitting there humming and smiling, like, brings anger into my life. Um, And so Harry and Ron are trying to catch um, Hermione up to speed about their divination class and, like, how Umbridge watched and blah, blah, blah before, like, the class all started. And, as usual, Umbridge didn't want the students to learn any practical magic. Not the movie, but actual practical magic. Um, So they are going to read the second chapter of the common defense theories and their um, derivations. And they don't need to be talking. And I don't know if we talked about this, but we know, like, the book um, that they're learning from is by Wilbert Slinkard. All that fun stuff. Um, And Hermione, of course doesn't listen to Umbridge. <laughs> um, and it literally makes it a con- like a note in the book um, that the entire class basically, like, there's a giant sigh because nobody wants to be reading. Like, I love to read, but when I'm told to read for class, I don't. And I'm not lying. Like, any English class I've ever read, uh, I mean, ever been in, I think I've read, in all of four years of my high school, I might have read two books I was supposed to. Sarah. Uh, <laughs> like, like uh, textbooks or like no like book, book books. books i read i read mrs mr mike um no there might have been three mm-hmm. i just don't do well when someone tells me to read a book 
I'm like, I, I'll read what I want to read because they're like, you have to read five chapters by like 20 minutes. Not really. They tell you, like, give you like, you know, a day or two, but I'm the even textbooks I don't read. I'd... Don't be like me. Be a better student. Um, so they're all, and it's, it's especially, it's a class that like, you need hands-on learning to really grasp the, like learning things in theory is great, but it's not the whole picture of what you need. Mm-hmm. You need to take, and we've talked about this. I'm pretty yeah. sure I've talked about this at length. You need yeah. to, to practically learn it. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're going to be reading. They're not going to be practicing. Um, so Hermione puts her hand in the air. She's like, hey, hey, um. Um, and Umbridge, instead of addressing her in front of the entire class, gets up from her desk and walks to Hermione's desk and whispers to her, what is it this time? Um, oh, man, that just went out. My light just died. Oh, no. Um, she told Umbridge she had already read the, the this chapter and the rest of the book. And then Umbridge, I don't think, quite believes her. And she's like, all right, well... What was, like, Slinkar talking about in Chapter 19? Like, to test her, basically. Uh, and Hermione's not a liar when it comes to books, so heck yes, she read it. Um, <laughs> and she tells her that Slinkar says that counter-jinxes are improperly named. He says a counter-jinx is just a name people give their jinxes when they want to make them sound more acceptable. And, like, although this does impress Umbridge because she thought she was lying, um, she doesn't want to admit it, and this is, like, something Harry knows like by the look of her face. And then Hermione says that she disagrees with him. And unlike Umbridge, Hermione's not listening. And at this point, like Umbridge gets a cold look on her face. Uh, And so Hermione says, Mr. Slinkar doesn't like jinxes, does he? But I think that they can be very useful when they're used defensively. Um, And so I want to read what else she says from that, because I didn't feel like typing it all out. Um, Because Umbridge says, Oh, you do, do you? Uh, said Professor Umbridge, forgetting to whisper and straightening up. Well, I'm afraid it is Mr. Slinkard's opinion and not yours that matters within this classroom, Miss Granger. But, Hermione began, that is enough, said Professor Umbridge. She walked back to the front of the class, stood before them, all of the jauntiness she had shown at the beginning of the lesson gone. Miss Granger, I'm going to take five points from Gryffindor House, which is like ridiculous. She literally basically was like just... Well, she didn't really ask a question, but... I don't think whatever she really wanted to say... Besides that little disagreeing with him... Like... First of all, you're having a discussion in class... But if she's a want to ask... Like, they're not talking about something ridiculous. Umbridge is a horrible teacher. She's Anyways. T- she's telling so Harry students, is like... She can't have an opinion. Sorry. Mm-hmm. And like, they can't even have a discussion about it. Yeah. Like, you, she just wants you to read. Like... That's not that's not teaching. That's not nope. a class. Nope. Well, it's probably like, because she's not a teacher. I mean, amen. <laughs> she's this not a teacher. Awful. She this that's honestly that's all she knows what to do because she is not a teacher. She knows to pick Even... out a book, tell them to read it, and have no discussion about it because she doesn't have anything to add because she doesn't know anything about defense against the dark arts. Here's the thing, though. <laughs> I don't, I don't think, and not to say that she doesn't know what to do, I don't think she wants to do anything, because we know she doesn't like kids. So, like, right. at this point in time, this is her, the easiest thing for her to do, where she's, yes, they're, they're learning, but not really. So she's like, I'm just going to make them read. It's like, almost like teachers that just put movies on the whole time. Like, hey. are you actually doing anything? No. Hey. Like, the kids aren't doing anything. Hey. Uh. Yeah. 
I know that's you, Tiffany. I've seen you. All your kids do is watch movies all day. You're not um, wrong, because I have to... <laughs> Right on the magic school bus. Oh! It's such a good show. But anyways, so then Harry, of course, gets angry, and he's like, what for? Uh, and she says, for disrupting my class with pointless interruptions. It's not pointless. If she told you about her cat, Crookshanks, that would be pointless. <laughs> She's talking about the book you're reading in class. Whoa. Donate on Crookshanks. Yeah, uh-huh. man. I'm just saying, like, it would be, like, it would be not such relevant. a dumb thing for her to talk about, like, her dentist parents. That has nothing to do with what, their, <laughs> what the class is about. But she's literally talking about the book that you assigned them to read in class. Her dentist parents. Her dentist parents. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Anyway, so she says, I'm here to teach you using a minister-approved method that does not include inviting students to give their opinions on matters about which they understand very little. Okay, sweetheart, let me just break it down for you. Hermione's smarter much smarter than you have even any knowledge in your pinky toe. You're not smart. You're a horrible human being and nobody likes you. You're just jealous because Hermione is better than you in every way, shape, or form. Thank you very much. Woohoo! Soapbox! Sasa woke up! And then she goes into saying, your previous teachers in the subject matter may have allowed you more license, but as none of them, with the possible exception for... Professor Quirrell, which makes me laugh, uh, who did at least appear to have restricted himself to age-appropriate subjects but have passed a ministry inspection. So, but realistically, the only thing for her that's holding back Lupin from being the best teacher they ever had was because he's a werewolf. I almost said something not nice that I'm not allowed to say to Umbridge. But, like, no. Yeah. Yeah. So, Harry's like, oh yeah, okay. Quirrell was so great. You know, besides the fact that he had freaking Voldemort hanging out in the back of his head. Yeah, super. (laughs) And then at that, of course, Umbridge starts freaking out because he said the V word and nobody likes a Voldemort follower person talking about. Um, So she's like, I think another week's detention would do you some good, Mr. Potter. Yeah, it might do you some good to have lines that you have to write. I'm the worst. Write that on your hand, lady. You are on a whole new level tonight. I just don't like her. She's evil. She's the worst. And I she feel just like should go away. You are conserving your energy for your section because it just all unleashed. <laughs> just all came out. Fired man. up, man. Sasa's here to to stay, you guys. She's not messing around. Um, like, I, honestly, I like feel like if I talk about Umbridge too much, I get too un- too angry. Too worked up. Well, so I try to, like... Her Felix file is gonna be fun. <laughs> yeah. We're just gonna it's rage gonna the whole time! So, oh my god. Like, it, it's... And I, and I think it's just because... And I've, you know, we've all said this a million times, but, like, the type of evil person that Umbridge is is just so relatable. And you, like, honestly, almost everybody knows someone who is like her. And that is what is so infuriating, reading and talking about her. Or, like, not even that you know someone personally, but, like, that type of person is very real. You know what I mean? I like to say that those people are Umbridge-esque kind of people. Umbridge-esque. I just get, like, like, it's interesting. (sighs) 
I just get so angry about her. She's very psychological. You know what I mean? She can, like, really get in your psyche. And then she, like, does that, like... She gets under your skin. on that sugary (sighs) sweet stuff. All right, so, um, lightning bolt. <laughs> There's and actually that's just the first half, friends. That's just the first half. So and the next half is like I think even better because <laughs> the next half is McG, right? Yep. Yeah, oh, I boy. love her so much. Isn't she just great? See now that She's half so of the great. Tra- it's like it's almost like they had to get out all of the bits that are going to make you super angry in the first half of this chapter and then make you feel better by ending on McGonagall. It was meant to be split. <laughs> yeah, no, it mm. wasn't meant to be split because it you was. need the happiness of McGonagall oh. to like make you cheer up after talking about all of this. All right. We're just going to take a bit of a breather, if you yeah. will. We're going to calm down and then we're going to laugh. to calm down. <sighs> so... Lightning round, lightning bull round. Vinny asks, what would be a less subtle title than High Inquisitor? Like, pointless individual. (laughs) A PI. A PI! I was going to say, what what could be a less subtle title? Than High Inquisitor. Educational Evaluator. Yeah. But yeah, I was going to say something along those lines of like a... Yeah, like an evaluator. Mm-hmm. Note taker. Note taker. I'm just kidding. A note numpty. <laughs> oh my god. Ministry spy. Yeah. Yeah, right. The worst. That's not the worst. Less, the worst. That's not less subtle, Human. that's just more accurate. <laughs> Ministry <laughs> spy. <laughs> um okay, Vinny also no. asks, if you had the powers of a high inquisitor in Hogwarts, what would be your decrees? Uh educational decrees. Katie would say more sex. I was literally just gonna say okay. more snacks. I was gonna say that you should be able to have Katie access to the kitchen, to the couch. like more snacks, like easy no. access to the kitchen. My... Next question comes from Courtney. How would Gilderoy Lockhart's inspection go? Oh, she probably thinks he's great. He's a phenomenal teacher. You go, Lockhart. You go. I don't know. That pixie lesson was pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. It was well, bad, but it wasn't really, like, teaching them anything worthwhile, so she, she'd probably be fine with it, because, like... She would approve of the rest of his curriculum, because all they did was read from the book. Yeah, they read from his books. Yeah. Favorite color. Lilac. Oh, I Winkle. <laughs> oh. Uh- <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> Um, Soul asks, what would be your grading system if you could create one? Should we keep the same letters? Mm-hmm. I guess not necessarily. Okay. Keep the same letters. Make make up a different word for it. O would be outrageous. Okay. the letters? Like O, outrageous. E, A. P, T, D, T. Outrageous, yeah. excellent, awesome, dumb, <laughs> <laughs> terrible. <laughs> Wait, 
You're going to tell your what students, are the letters? No. you got a D. Okay. You got a D for dumb. Uh, no, I wouldn't do that. Okay. Hold on. Here's what we'll do. Sasa, write all the letters down, and then we'll all go around and say wh- what for that letter. Okay, so it's O. Can you tell me? O-E-A-D-T. No, P-D-T. I forgot about P. P-D-T. Yes. O-E-A-P-D-T. Okay. Yeah. What does that spell? Can we make a word for that? Uh, oh yeah. I mean, if you rearrange them, yeah, but not, not. <laughs> there's vowels and then consonants. Three vowels and then three consonants. A It'll P-toad. We'll make it up. A P-toad. Okay, a P-toad. O's. Everybody's picking O word. Okay. Katie said outrageous. Outrageous. Um. Owly. Owly. I'm sticking with that. Ooh. (laughs) Mine is, oh, wow, you done did. (laughs) E. E. What was yours, Kate? Excellent. Excellent. Mm. Effervescent. What? I don't know. I'm Dream. just picking e words. <laughs> um, everything's okay. I love that. They're the best. <laughs> uh, a. A. Mine was awesome, but I feel like awesome for me would be the top grade instead of O. Hmm. Can I say awesome, oh wow, like totally freak me out, I mean right on? The Tauros are our number one. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> your grades are sure number one. <laughs> Is that what you're sure? Um, mine would be alrighty then. <laughs> I was going to say just alright, but now I can't say that. About, like applicable. <laughs> applicable, I like that. What's next? P? P. Poop. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't have one for this. Um, P. Priceless, because it was so bad. What? <laughs> or you can say pricey, because it needs work. Ooh, pitiful. Ooh. Pitiable. Those are good. Marchissimo. I would say... Um, positively painful. <laughs> Pain. I'll Enjoy just say painful. That. Painful. Um, that's good. What's the next one? T. Terrible. D. Oh, D. 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 Disgusting. D. Dang it. <laughs> Dang it. Disturbing. <laughs> Disastrous. I love it. And T. Next T. Straight up yep. turds. Turds, man. Oh my god, poop and turds. Poop and turds. Tried. Tried. <laughs> you <mark>. tried. <laughs> Turn up. Turn up. 
Heck no, man. Turnips make the bells go round. It's true. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> we all had a good sale this week. I think I would say toxic. Trenchful. <laughs> oh my god, Brandon, thumbs um, down. <laughs> thumbs down. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, Let's say you saw, saw. The end is nigh. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my goodness. That was good. That's a good one. Um, next question is from Courtney. Would you have hid your grade like Harry? I mean, I guess it would depend on what from it was. From other people? Yeah. Yeah, it's or not their business. Friend. It ain't your business. I would. I don't. Well, here's my thing. If Hermione was my friend and asking like that, I certainly would be like, no, you're definitely not knowing what I'm getting because you're, you're knowing about it. Yeah. <laughs> I guess, it, I mean, I guess it would depend on the situation. I don't know. If I, yeah. if I was embarrassed by it, yeah, there's like no way. Right. And it would like depend who I was hiding it from. Like if it was my best friend, like even if it was a bad grade, I would be like, oh my God, what did you get? Like I did so bad. Just like to console in somebody, you know? Yeah. Mm. Um, okay. Truffles asks, what grade would you have gotten in Snape's essay? I think I'd at least get an A. I think yeah, that same. I would at least get an A. I did pretty well not, on like, those types of things. An e. I'm thinking that like if it was graded properly, I'd get an E, but he'd maybe score me an A. Yeah, because I, I would agree. I would strive for it. Well, you also have to remember, the only one he would hate out of the four of us the most would be Tiffany. Megan would get a great grade because she's a Slytherin. True. Katie and I would maybe get alright grades because we're not in Gryffindor. I like but do you that. think that realistically he hated all Gryffindors? Or was it really just those that were yes. connected to Harry and then poor Neville just because Neville is Neville? He's taking points off Gryffindor all the time. But, like, you think that yeah. he scored, like, Seamus and Dean and Lavender, like, Quidditch all of them man. well? I think that he didn't... I don't know. I, in my mind, he did not um, score them what they deserved. Yeah. 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 All right. So this is a fun one. So Sarah asks, match standard high school classes to Hogwarts classes. So like, first up, like potions (laughs) is chemistry. Mm. Totally. Arithmetic is math. Mm. Yeah. Isn't it? Anyway. Yeah. Well, arithmetic is like is like math, but isn't it like Ooh, also kind one. of like divinationy, which is kind of weird that Hermione likes it. Yeah. But I guess maybe it's because yeah. numbers tell you. Astronomy, astronomy. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, transfiguration. Lunch. Lunch. I kind of feel like transfiguration would be like English. I was gonna mm. say physics. Transports you to a different world. Oh. Transfigures your Care of magical creatures. I would say that. Yeah. Yeah. What about charms? English. Uh, Hmm. I got it. History of magic. History. 
Nailed it. <laughs> Defense. You don't think physics? Gym class. <laughs> yeah. Gym. That's a good one. No, that sounds good. I just couldn't think of one. I like physics. What else is there? Is that it? Pretty much. Mm -hmm. All right. Marchisimo. If you were a student in class, in a class you didn't like, and Umbridge tried to approach you about the teacher, would you spill the tea? Hard uh, no. No, because no. I don't like Umbridge more. No. Well, yeah. not only that, but, like, in situations like that, like, you can say all day that you, like, hate a teacher, but unless it's honestly, like, really bad, you're not going to rat on anybody. It's probably partially because you don't put the work in. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I don't Dang. know. I guess, I guess not always, but, like... Meg's throwing tea all over the place. I don't know. On these students. Well, no, but I'm just saying, like... I'm just messing with Like, you. there could be teachers where I was, like... Like, they were bad teachers, but, like, if somebody was evaluating them and they came up to me, would I actually have been, like, they're horrible? No. Yeah, I hear you. Let me tell you this. In my experience, not specifically with teachers, but, like, at work, we have to do peer evals. I don't like doing them because... Not that I don't like doing them, but, like, I'd always ask, like, for... Um, something like that they could improve upon and I always like feel guilty and like they don't really like they might see them but they might not know it was me doing it but I don't like being mean about people like even if it's like constructive criticism so I always had to think okay like what's something I would want to hear so like if someone asked me to my face I would be like no it's great because that's my answer to everybody oh my gosh I, don't, I mean, I've never had to, like, I've never worked with someone I had a peer review that I didn't like working with. Um, so it's never been, like, oh, I have so much negative things to say about them. They're really, like, all the people I work with for the majority that I would have to evaluate are good workers. Yeah. Yeah. It's... I wouldn't want to rat on anyone. If I had a problem, I'd mm -hmm. want to do it, like, in private with someone I trusted. Or I Not would... Not rat on them, but, like, just be like... Listen, this is up. Like, for my personal sanity and to keep this person accountable. I'm a firm believer in going to that person as opposed to around them. So, like, while that's scary sometimes, like, I would be more comfortable going to said teacher and being like, I am not learning properly by you doing this this way or, like, X, Y, and Z. Like, I wish that this could change or something like that as opposed to like going around them yeah and that's why you're being more direct confront oh i can you don't definitely know, confront you don't know how much of a gift that is i know well i do mm. now because i live with you yeah <laughs> but <laughs> i get it but that's yeah that's just who i am as a person like i would rather go to that person and give them the chance to fix it on their own before. It's more honest that yeah. way. And honestly, like, that's, you don't want to be that person that's, like, not trying to help someone out rather than just trying to get them into trouble. Right. Especially if they have good intentions. Yeah. And, like, you may not be seeing it as good intentions, and it could just be a huge misunderstanding, and, like, that would get worked out literally just by having a two-second conversation with someone. So, mm -hmm. that's true. Sometimes it's better that way. Fair. Um, okay. Kelly asks, how often did other seers see prophecies? 
Like how often do you think? I said just just ask Harry Potter. True. (laughs) I think it probably just depends on the purpose and like or the person and like how they see. Like is it like that so Raven just Mm -hmm. hits her out of nowhere? Maybe. I guess. What does the how's that song go? That's so Raven. That's what I thought. It's a future I can see. (laughs) Kelly also asks, is there such a thing as deja vu in the magical world? Is this linked to seers? That's interesting. I just had deja vu the other day, like really hard. I must be a seer because I get deja vu. I get it big time. What do you remember what it was? No. No. I know, I can never remember what it was, like, after the fact, but then... It's just a feeling. Yeah. You know, like, I've done this before. Yeah. Or, or like, had that conversation before. Yeah. I probably get it, like, once a month. So, if you're considering me a seer of my past experiences, once a month. (laughs) I would agree with you. It's about once a month. You guys are strange. You don't get deja vu ever? No. Very rarely. We're not strange. We're seers. Yeah. Right. Get it right. Get it right. Sorry. You should be. Apology accepted. <sighs> Last one comes from Angeline. How many detentions would you have throughout the year because you wouldn't be able to handle umbrages, bobs, shorts, and silence? I kind of already answered this, and I would be in detention all year long. I feel like I would uh... be quiet i'd probably be in detention like as much as like dean was like every so often because i'm not a troublemaker um but yeah probably every so often but like specifically i also think like whoa sorry Sorry. (laughs) jinx everyone (laughs) I, i was just gonna say that like i wouldn't be in harry's class so like how many people like even if i was like in his at school because like if i'm in ravenclaw like who's really talking out of turn you know what I mean? not out of turn but like in umbridge's eyes sarah would just relax open the book but have another book inside it that she was interested Hard, in yes and read <laughs> and Hard, shut yes. her mouth i honestly <laughs> like my friends and i i still have my notes from high school like we would write notes to each other all the time so that's exactly what we would be doing I'd sit in the back of the classroom because I don't care about learning. Just kidding. But for sure, I would not. I'm kind of like in between the fact that like I would be in detention all the time or I like what Callie said in Discord where like she would be on the DA train undercover rebellion. Like Like it would kind of... It would be, like, I would be, like, treading that line all the time of, like, do I open my mouth all the time or do I shut up and just learn behind the scenes underneath her? You know what I mean? Or, like, behind her or whatever. Makes it makes it more bearable, I think, yeah. to know that you're, like, undermining them, you know, yeah. on the DL. Yeah, for sure. This week's fan story comes from (laughs) Grace Costello. Dear Megan, Katie, Tiffany, Sarah, and Florence. My name is Grace Costello, and I I am 11 years old, and I live in Ireland. That's cool. Hey! I I missed that place. I first discovered Hmm. Harry Potter when I was eight, 
At first, I thought Harry Potter wasn't really my kind of book, but after my mother made me read the first five chapters, I was hooked. I got the last book as a birthday present a week before my birthday and wasn't allowed to read it until my birthday when we were going to Spain. My mom hid the book, and I spent the week trying to find it. Finally, my birthday came, Mm -hmm. and I read the book on the plane, and I remember crying when Moody died so much to the confusion of the man sitting next to me. I read and read Uh. until about midnight that night. I also remember reading at the pool and while I was eating. My copy of Deathly Hollows is covered in ketchup, coke, and greasy <laughs> fingerprints. <laughs> I'm awful pumped. Love yeah, it. yeah, you are. <laughs> my Patronus is a Tonkinese cat, and my wand is Hawthorne unicorn hair, 10 and 3 quarter inches, and quite blendy flexibility. My favorite book is Deathly Hollows, and favorite characters are Ginny, Luna, and Hermione. I have seven cats. <gasps> Ding! Whoa! Ginny... Ron, Luna, Houdini, Sooty, Blackie, Marmalade, and Snackbox. Oh my god. Shout out to Snackbox. Those are the best names. I also have a dog called Coco, who is the cutest dog ever. Sorry if my story is a bit long. I think you're all great. From Grace Costello, P.S. Don't let the muggles get you down. I cannot get over the Ah. name Snackbox. That is seriously the best. Iggy, that's your new nickname. Ah. It was so funny as you were reading that I was looking over at him and he like was totally just hamming it up on his back with all of his little paws curled looking at me and I'm like, Yeah, you're snack box, yo. He is. <laughs> yeah. Um, this makes me think of that old song, but it's not snack box. But I'm gonna sing it like that anyways, because it's <laughs> there's a snack box where my heart used to be. Is it a ice box? Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Grace, I absolutely love your story. And I am, like, floored with these kids that are cruising through these books like this. Like, that makes me so incredibly happy. I know. It's awesome. Uh, And we share a favorite book, which is pretty cool. Plus, she, her favorite characters are all, uh, awesome females. I love that. Pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Grace. Thank you so much for your story. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank, thank you. you. I really need our younger listeners to um, send in your story. If you, you know, use it as one of your uh, uh, assignments. This is an assignment from a teacher. And you have to write it and you have to email it to us. So if you're not sure how to write it, ask someone who can help you. Professor Tiff says so. (laughs) Professor T. That's right. Tell me a joke. All right. This has a lot of good ones on this page. I'm having a hard time picking one, but this comes from the section Fantastic Beasts and Jokes About Them. (laughs) Don't let Megan look at it. Don't look. These are all just for my eyes. Hey. Okay. (laughs) Why was the half man, half horse so arrogant? he was self-centaured that's close but because he thought he was the centaur of the universe oh my god ah! <laughs> self-centaured i'm writing that in here <laughs> i'm self-centaured oh man all right did you guys know that you can find us on social media we're on facebook at swish and flick podcast and on twitter and instagram at swish flick cast 
You can follow your hosts. Myself and Katie are on Twitter and Instagram at the Petrus Family. Tiffany is on Twitter and Instagram at tiffswish underscore flick. And Sarah is on Instagram at omally with three H's. Um, we love going live before we record, so make sure that you turn on alerts so that you can join in on the fun. If you love this podcast and want to support us and be a part of it, you can join our Patreon. We have different levels that you can donate to us monthly from $2 up to $25, and you get different things with the different levels. So check those out, and you can find that at patreon.com forward slash swishflickcast. That does give you access to our Discord channel. It gives you access to the Felix files, our monthly Zoom hangouts, our Phoenix Plus boxes. Um, So yeah, Our, our show notes. That's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. And the episode a day early. Yep. It's true. It's true. All so right. Me. What am I up to? What am I up to? Um, way too much online shopping. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. But I did get a couple of really cool things from out of print. Um I got a sweatshirt that is the American book cover of Sorcerer's Stone. Me too. And then, <laughs> yeah, I know. We all got it, except I don't think Sasa got it. But it is crazy soft, and I ordered a couple more things from them, which I'll post on my Instagram. And I also got, like, a new, like, Deathly Hallows water bottle and things like that. So it's been a little wild over here. But honestly, the weather is starting to change. I had a really nice Mother's Day. Um, I got a really beautiful bouquet of light pink and yellow roses and a nice meal, which was fun. And I'm doing that online Harry Potter challenge where you like post a photo a day um, from this thing. So if you want to do that, too, it's on my Twitter and it's on my Instagram. I think I did day four today. I and, said I was going to do know. that, and I did day one and then forgot about it. Usually <laughs> you didn't catch up. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's pretty much what I'm doing, working out. And I'm um, listening to Half-Blood Prince right now. I started that the other day. And playing outside a lot. Making burgers? As much as I can. Making plastic burgers. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Although she, okay, so she tries to, like, walk with them, but she's not steady, and she dips the plate, and they slide off so easily, and then she, like, was getting upset with me, and then I started, like, not meaning to laugh, but she dropped it so many times that she looked at me, and she pointed, and she goes, no, and I was like, I'm sorry. (laughs) And then, but then from then on out she like got mad at me every time she dropped it and I was like I'm not dropping these so Marty said there's some play food at Target that I guess has like velcro on it and I'm like dear goodness if you want to survive the summer you better buy the velcro food (laughs) (laughs) that's so funny but yeah that's that's pretty much what I'm doing um I'm momming Still teaching online and all that jazz. Um, I also bought oh. the out of print sweatshirt. Yeah, go ahead. 
No, in Breath of the Wild. I'm oh, crushing it. Yeah. Just saying. I think that I want to start it this weekend. I haven't bought you it went. yet, but I think I'm gonna. You have, per- you have not permission, but you've asked me if you could purchase that for your birthday. Go ahead. Um, so yeah, my birthday's it's- in two days from when we're recording, and I'm gonna be old, so that's exciting. And we should have been on a plane right uh, now, babe. I'm sorry. Going to Florida. Uh, so recording was a nice distraction. Um. And I'm still obsessed with Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm. I also bought the Sorcerer Stone out of print mug because I definitely need Same. more mugs in my life. However, well, I have donated a ton of mugs and I felt justified. I felt justified in adding one more to our collection. Mm-hmm. So Meg and I are mug twins and then I bought the um, When in Doubt, Go to the Library sweatshirt, too. I love. I have that t-shirt, I think. Yeah, I think you have a shirt. Um, and I have that on a pin, I believe. I love out of print. <laughs> and then I saw that you got the little pencil pouch. That's cool, too. I did. I got So they have little pencil pouches, and they're actually a really, really good size and really good material. So I didn't get it off the out of print website. I got it off of Amazon. And I got the Deathly Hallows book cover. And it is literally the front-to-back book cover. That's cool. And they do have all the books. So if you need a pencil pouch. Or it's for, like, anything. Like, makeup or whatever little things you want to put in there. Yeah. I use those things for traveling a lot. Yes. Um, I'm officially self-employed as of the end of the month, and I'm super excited about that. So, starting my 30s as an entrepreneur, and I'm, um, happy about it, so. Girl, you got this. Yeah, no, it was, it was definitely my decision to do it, so it's Mm -hmm. not like Mm -hmm. this was, you know, like, out of the blue, um, and, Mm -hmm. Our cats have been loving having us home, and yeah. Katie, how has your life been different from mine? I have one thing. <laughs> Go for it. I started Pokemon Sword. She did. Finally. Yes! Finally. Isn't it so good? It is everything I've wanted in a Pokemon game for years, and now it's there. It's like you're in Scotland. Also. Yes. It is. Yes, that's how it's supposed to be. You're supposed to be, like, in Europe over there. I just want to let you know that you can speed up the text, because it is super texty, like, at the beginning of the game. You can actually set it to fast if you haven't already. Oh, I needed to do that, for sure. Yes, go go into, like, options and like or, like, settings or whatever it's called in the game, and you can set the text to fast. Thank you, lifesaver. And I told Katie that I'm not going (laughs) to play it until she finishes so she can have all the Pokemon time, and then I'll play it. I said she's the best wife. (laughs) Well, no, this is great, because she can play Pokemon, and you can play Breath of the Wild. Right? And then we can, every now and then, pop back into Animal Crossing during the day. Oh, I'm still way too obsessed. I'm still way too, I can't give it up. I'm not saying give it up, I'm saying throughout the day. I'm turning our island into Edinburgh. Our island is called Edinburgh, and I've literally been spending hours and hours of my time turning it into Edinburgh. (laughs) (laughs) I have built Greyfriars Kirkyard. Um, it even has a dog graveyard, like a dog grave. So, you know, 
And then I've switched everything over to like stone and iron and she keeps stealing all my stone and iron i yeah i'm like katie do you have any stone and iron in your storage i need to go and steal it and then i just like take oh, all gosh. of it <laughs> but i am really proud of it so far i'm not done yet but um and then so we have two islands actually and the other one's gonna be disney so i'm like moving all of our fun disney things that were on our original island over to the other one so that that can be disney world and we're separating it by land so it's gonna be the magic kingdom so extra we've you officially started Adventureland. Like, <laughs> if you don't play Animal Crossing, I just have to let you know that this is so much work that she is doing. Like, it's outrageous. It is. It's so fun. It's so fun. And you should be having fun. So, good for you. <sighs> yep. I still play Animal Crossing. I'm just... Not that into it, but yeah, I mean, I'm into it, but I'm not like, it's not a Tiffany game. I think the reason why I'm into it is because friends are playing it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I can see that. Sarah, what's up? Um, I do nothing with my life, although adding things to, um, that I built during the quarantine this time, I built a bed. I bought a bed. Uh, I had a bed frame, but I needed... I wanted one with like a head and footboard. So I did that the other day. Um, and then I just want to talk about something. So like, this is just like a trigger warning. Cause it's, I'm talking about death. Um, but I have an aunt that's really sick. So I just want people to like send good thoughts um, to her. So like, it's, I don't know how long she has left. Um, I just don't want her to be in a lot of pain. Um and I just want, like, unfortunately, my family is very, um, I wouldn't say used to dying, but we've had a lot of death in our family in my lifetime, in their lifetime. So um, just keep us in your thoughts and prayers. That's all. Good thoughts, good prayers, all that stuff. We love you, Sarah. Yeah. Oh, and then something on a better note. Um, my friend did 23 and me and we've been friends our entire lives. Um, and we're related a li- Like we've got, we share like some DNA. I saw that. I, saw I was that. like, that's what? So that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. I was her maid of honor in her wedding, which, so you know, funny. it's what I do. I've been maid of honor about a million times. Um, but it was pretty funny. She sent me that. I was dying of laughter. I think that's hilarious. Marty went to login last night and then he was like, I don't remember my login. I'll do it tomorrow. I was like, You're lame, dude. I want to (laughs) know. Yeah, I wonder what it says. Because, like, my sister, so I obviously, if you guys don't know by now, I'm one of four kids. um, And she's related to me. She she shares DNA with me. She does not share any DNA with my sister. um, But she shares such a little, like, it's like 0.3%. Um, oh gosh! Like, and that's like saying I have a cousin that I connected with on Twenty Three and Me, and we share. And I make not like I connected with her on there. Like, that's my cousin. She also did Twenty Three and Me, and then we like shared our stuff. So I've known her my entire life. Um, and we have like three, three point some percent. So like, that big of a difference. Where like I know exactly how I'm related to Emily, but like I don't know how exactly I'm related. Share, I should say, DNA with Natalie. Right. Yeah. Such a crazy thing. Such a small world. Yep. 
I sometimes I'll just like pull up the app just to see if I'm like related to a celebrity, but not not anything yet. Well, like, and that's what Natalie thinks I'm a celebrity, and I'm like, I'm not. Uh, ah! She's like, I'm related to someone famous, and I was like, I literally was like, who are you related to? She's like, you. I was like, oh my god, I'm not famous. I always I, go on mine. Say- go ahead. No, I was going to say, I've had people say that I'm a celebrity before, and I tell them, yeah, I'm a Z-list celebrity. <laughs> um, I do, I will say, I have, like, almost 1,500 relatives on there that share DNA with me, so I'm like, well, hello. Hello, people. <laughs> Majority of you I don't know. I always log <laughs> into my 23andMe and, and wonder if I'm ever going to see anybody related closer than second cousin, but mm-hmm. there's a ton of people that are second cousin in my list. But nothing um, closer than that. So, mm. Always interesting. I do actually have um, uplifting news because I've shared it. Um, Chris's mom is officially cancer-free again as of Yay! today. Yeah. Good. It's good. She... Um, she was in remission and then it came back. She had breast cancer mm. and it is gone again. No more chemo. She's super excited. Good. Yeah. Now stay gone. I yep. know. I know. <sighs> Two surgeries okay, and months of chemo later. Yep. <laughs> but it's gone. So That's awesome. That's such good news. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. Marty's telling me I can't go upstairs because I used LOL with a Z at the end, which I always do. And he told me (laughs) that I'm not allowed to come upstairs. And I said, cools, a night off. Okay, bye. And he said, nights with a Z. (laughs) (laughs) And I get to stay in the basement forever. Okay. Is that all for the greater good, my friends? Okay. Well, everyone, I hope this episode finds you well and keep your head up. This concludes this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening and don't let the muggles get you down. <gasps> Amazing! Just my voice! <laughs> Hello? <laughs> All right, good. Here we go. Happy birthday to Mia's mom. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, happy birthday, Mia's mom. Do you want to say it again? Do you remember what you said? No. The day we come back together. These are very sad microphones. Time for that fan story, guys. Who's excited? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> went there. I don't condone violence. I'm sorry. You went there. Get... there. Rowdo. He is Rowdo. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them.
them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill.